0: Welcome to Bought at a Price. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in his kingdom. And here we're committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science backed lifestyle tips to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Again, thank you for listening. Hello, ladies. I am so sorry. I missed you last week, but I do hope that you listened to the podcast, the interview that I did with Shirley the week before. Wow, that was an awesome conversation. I'll link it in the uh, show notes just in case you've not listened to that one yet. But do be sure to check Shirley and the ministry that God has called her to, Bright Star Ministries. Be sure to check them out. God is doing amazing things with his people, with women just like you. So, Today I'm going to be talking about something that you've never heard me talk about before, something that I really keep to myself. But the reason that I didn't record a podcast last week was because I was really wrestling with God about how I can relate to you How I can use my life and the things that God has walked me through over the last 45 years. How can I use those things to touch you? And so today we're going to be talking about chronic pain and chronic illness. How do you trust God with those things? And as I was writing out my notes and the version of this that's going onto the website, the nerves in my back were causing what I call jaw-clenching pain. And my hands and my feet hurt so bad that oftentimes it truly seems like not having hands and feet would be a better option. My body exhausted and I wished that I could just crawl in bed and stay there. And you know, most days are like that. And it is only, it is truly only because I trust God with my illnesses and with my pain that I get out of bed each morning. If it were not for God, I would be a depressed, miserable, wreck. And according to statistics, there's a really good chance that you are also suffering. 38% of women suffer from at least one chronic disease and 70%, 70% of chronic pain sufferers are women. But we are also more likely to remain silent about our pain and our illnesses. And when we finally do head to the doctor asking for help, they don't take our complaint seriously. And if you're working, your employer is not likely to take your complaint seriously as either. And having lived with chronic illnesses and chronic pain for over 25 years, I get this. And I pray that God uses my story as a beacon of hope for you. I've kept quiet. And still to this day, I tend to keep really quiet about the suffering that my body is enduring on a day-to-day basis i am really good at putting on a perfect oh hannah's got it all together kind of mask but guess what hannah doesn't have it all together and inside my body screams on a daily basis but Trusting God through chronic illnesses and with chronic pain, it is so possible. And it allows God to use our suffering to reflect him to the world around us. So my pain started when I was strapped into a plaster and metal brace that wrapped around my hips and ran all the way up around my neck. And as a preteen, I wore that thing for three years, only allowed to take it off to hop in the shower. So basically 24-7, I had this plaster and metal brace enclosing me in its horrific grip. And the hope was that this brace would straighten my horribly crooked spine enough to prevent lifelong issues. If you fast forward 10 years, I was laying in the hospital, diagnosed with two chronic illnesses. Hit fast forward again, you'll find me passed out on the floor in pain. And you would think that that was enough, but no, it didn't end there. Even after doing everything, And boy, I was militantly, I don't know the next word. I I was militant, maybe that way. If I don't go militantly and just say militant, I was militant about the things the doctors said I needed to do in order to prevent complications from developing from my two chronic illnesses. But no, no. My already long list grew longer. But you see, God used these things to draw me to Him. And the last 25 years, they've been a journey of trust, a journey where the Holy Spirit has taught me that Jesus understands my pain. And when I trust God with my sickness and with my pain, I can do a whole lot more than survive. I can actually thrive. Yesterday was an extra, extra bad day for me. And in the past, it was the kind of day that Satan would use to try and drive a wedge between God and me. He'd whisper that God wasn't listening, that God didn't care, and that my suffering, it was all my fault. And maybe you relate. But friend, our God, he does listen and he does care. But chronic illnesses and pain, they're a part of living in a dying world. And just because we're Christian women doesn't make us immune. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that we will be free from sickness, disease, or pain. Nowhere. Instead, it says that we should expect suffering and that we should trust that the God of all grace who has called us to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish us. That's 1 Peter 5.10. We have to trust God with our illnesses and pain so that bitterness doesn't seep in and misplace our hope. So if you're struggling with this right now, know that God has never left your side. He will never leave you, and he wants you to say like Joseph did, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. That's Joseph speaking in Genesis 50, 20. And God wants us to trust him through illness and pain and allow him to use it for good, like Joseph said, so that many people will be kept alive. And that kind of keeping alive, that's finding eternal life with Christ. Think about it. How could your illnesses, your pain, your suffering be used to reflect God to the world around you? How could trusting God in the midst of illness and pain lead others to Jesus? Sometimes I know this feels impossible. Some days my pain screams so loudly that I can't even hear God's voice. I fail to see what He's doing for me, and I can't imagine being used by him everything god's doing around me is more like charlie brown's teacher faceless and unrecognizable that won't 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 and the charlie brown's teacher used to always do and when i am not persistent with my bible study and prayer time a lot of my days feel like this Plus, it causes my trust in God to waver, and when I let my illnesses and pain blur God out. But, if there's one thing I've learned over the last 25 years, it's that time with God is critical. It has to be the most important item on every day's to-do list, because it infiltrates every cell in my body and brings healing and life, despite my illnesses and pain. When our hearts and minds are full of God and His Word, everything we say and do will overflow from that place. It's like I'm healed without actually being healed because the presence of God, the joy of being His child, and the strength and power of the Holy Spirit all overwhelm me. They leave me with a deep assurance that God is carrying me and that he will provide every single thing I need for every single thing he asks me to do. And it's from this place that I remember all that Christ has done for me. And I can put a smile on my face and press on. But this, this is all been about me and it's you that I care about. So how have you learned to trust God through chronic illness, pain, or suffering? I would love to hear your stories. So be sure you can send an email to boughtatapricesh at gmail.com or there's a link in the show notes so that you can shoot me an email You could also leave a comment on our website. I'll also put a link there for you. But I would love for you to email me, not just to get comments on a post or on a podcast, because I want to hear your stories. I want other women to learn and grow from the stories and the things that God has taught you. I'd even love to talk with you on the phone about it. Maybe do a video chat. Who knows? Maybe we even talk and do an interview podcast style. But, you know, it's also important, as I'm about to talk about, it's important that we not suffer alone. That's how Satan tries to distract us and alienate us. And that's when he feeds us a bunch of big, fat, ugly lies. And while you've been listening to my story, you might have gleaned a few trusting God tips, but I want to leave you with a few little action items that have really helped me over the years. And first, it's ingesting God's word. When you're learning to trust God with chronic pain or illness or suffering of any kind, you've got to ingest God's word. It is more important than the food we eat and the air that we breathe. God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It adds length of days and years of life and peace and life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. That's Proverbs 3.2, Proverbs 4.22, and Psalms 119.105. I don't know about you, but I want length of days and years of life. I want peace. I want healing to my flesh. Those are some really powerful motivators. And it's in God's word that we find hope, that we learn who God is, that we learn who we are as his children. God's word teaches us how to pray, how to live, how to do everything. And if you'd like to learn more about ingesting God's word, I've included links to a couple of podcasts on God's word. Our ability to trust God through pain and illness grows when we consistently chew on God's word. So use God's word to speak life, to overcome pain, to give strength, and to provide hope for all that God has called you to. We also need to be sure that we're crying out to God. Not many people know it. Well, they do now, but I am a big fan of throwing a fit with God. Some days I want to just pull the covers over my head and make it all go away. But because I can't, I throw a big fit instead. Yes, I'm a 45-year-old woman who still throws fits, and I truly believe that God wants it this way. He wants us to take our pain, our misery, our questions, our sorrows, our struggles. He wants to take everything our sickness or pain might cause to Him. And if you're struggling to trust God with your chronic pain or wondering how it's even possible to trust God with the illness or illnesses that you have, I would encourage you to use psalms to shape your cries to God. Over one-third of psalms are called psalms of lament. They're all about crying out to God in the midst of suffering. I have put together a list of psalms of lament for you, and you can download those at the link that's in the show notes. I mentioned a minute ago we have to make sure not to do it alone. When we're struggling, we're not supposed to struggle alone. And as I say this, know that I am preaching at myself with this one. One morning, as my ex-husband was driving me to the ER, he said to me, Tell them how you actually feel. No one can help you unless you're open with them. And for 15 years, God has been reminding me of those words. We need a godly and trusted friend or family member that we can be 100% raw with so that they can help us see the truth. And the best part is that two or more always equal three when Christians are gathered because that means that Christ is with us. So who do you reveal the depth of your struggles with? How has it deepened your ability to trust God? And if you don't have a godly friend or family member to talk with, would you reach out to me? I would love to hear your story. Talking with friends helps us focus on God's truth and it reminds us of His promises. And when, we, when they see us trusting God through our illness and our pain, it also helps to deepen their trust in God And last, be a reflection. If you saw me or if you know me, you wouldn't know that I'm living with chronic illnesses and in constant pain. And for that, I'm thankful. For the last 20 years, my prayer has been that people would not see me, that they would see Christ instead. And it's taught me that no matter what we're going through, a huge part of our testimony is wrapped up in how we reflect God through joy and sorrow, sickness and health, we get to reflect the peace that comes from trusting in God and God alone. My prayer is that God gives you the strength to constantly say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So how does your illness, your pain or your suffering allow you to reflect God to the world around you. And if you're uncertain, ask the Holy Spirit to show you how trusting God through illness and pain can be used to reflect Him. Over the last several weeks, I told you I've been wrestling with God and asking Him how He wanted me to connect with you, asking Him what, he ha- what you and I had in common and how I could serve you in a really relatable way. And all I could hear the Holy Spirit saying was it was time for me to open up and share my pain. And this isn't easy for me, and I will be the first to admit I keep my struggles to myself. But I guess God decided it was time for my trust in Him to do a bit more growing. So unless God tells me differently... I'm going to be sharing the depth of my heart and trusting that what I have learned about trusting God through illness and pain will provide you hope. Friend, Jesus knows our sorrows and struggles, and he stands beside us, ready to help us, to comfort us, and to guide us. It's one of those things you probably know, but if you're dealing with chronic illness or chronic pain, it can really feel like you're alone. And boy, oh boy, do I get that. A dear friend once told me to cling to your head knowledge until it becomes heart knowledge. And that's why it's so important that we ingest God's word. How else can we trust in the Lord with all our heart and not lean on our own understanding? That's Proverbs 3, 5. My friend, you can trust God with your health issues. You can trust God with your pain. You can trust God with anything you're struggling with or that's causing you suffering. So until next time, I'm praying that the truths in 1 Thessalonians 1, 6 through 6-8 become true in your life as well. 1 Thessalonians 1, 6 through 6-8 reads, You became imitators of us and of the Lord. In spite of severe suffering, you welcomed the message with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. And so you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Acacia the Lord's message rang out from you. Your faith in God has become known everywhere. My friend, may your faith in God become known everywhere. May the severe suffering cause you to be a model to all. And may the joy given by the Holy Spirit drive you onward one step at a time as you trust in the Lord. God bless my friend.